Rockstar Podcast, episode 41. We sit down with our newest host, Agatha, or Aggie. We talk about parenting, business, marketing, the future of Facebook, social media, and a whole bunch of other stuff. Hope you enjoy. Hello, and welcome to the Rockstar Podcast, episode number 41. Woo, 41. This should get interesting real quick. Um, Aggie, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Okay, we'll get back to you in a second. Hold on a second, because people are like, what? Uh, Mariana? Are you asking how I am? I think you're starting to do this on purpose now. I am doing it. Okay, let's try it again. Mariano, how are you? I am great. How okay, are you? you sure you're great? Yes, I am. You're not in the doghouse at home? Why would I be in the doghouse at home? Twitter? I, no, that's Lean not. into the microphone, Mariano. I, I'm not, there's no, there's no doghouse. No, there's I'm no good. There's no doghouse. You want to, do you want to elaborate what I'm elaborating? Are you talking about, are, are you talking about the, the, the fact that you three? put your top three people that you follow on Twitter and I was not included in that top three. Oh. I then yelled at you on Twitter and you booted your wife on the top three. I did, I did boot my wife. <laughs> yes. And she was Over in agreement Sam with me. and your, was your brother? Your, my brother. Your yeah. brother. So Sam and your brother and myself. <laughs> But I got now. First off, the fact that I even know, had to, the the reason why I did that yeah. is because she was the first one to complain, <laughs> and said, "Yeah, are you, you saying should, your wife complains? You should have add you should have added Lorenzo." And I said, "All right, fine, you get she booted." She did say that. <laughs> she did say that. Yes. And, and I said, "All right, fine, you get booted." And Lorenzo's my third. And they <laughs> and go she to was text fine. messages. <laughs> yes. It's literally like I do it on purpose. Like I get the text message, it beeps on the podcast, <laughs> and I never shut it off. I didn't shut it off the computer. It's fortunate that it happens to you first because that reminds me to do it for myself. Okay, you know what? <laughs> And it's not Karen. (laughs) God forbid. Uh, Let me hit close over here. Okay, don't shit the bed. Garage band. Aggie? Hello. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thanks for having me. Thanks for wandering the hallways. We just were like, well, Tony's not here. Let's (laughs) hit somebody. Uh, Which reminded me uh, that I looked through the previous podcast of the past 11 years. Um, We've basically been the man's club for about 11 years. We've had like three women on as guests. We had entire like. And yeah, you can count them on your hand. Yeah, yeah I know. Wow. I'm, try, I'm trying yeah. to think of who they were. Barb. Uh, I'm trying to think of who. Yeah, keep going. Yeah, go ahead. You said Barb twice now. But I don't, I don't remember the other two. My daughter. That's your another. Do- well, oh, you're that's counting another. that. Okay. Wow. Your daughter, my daughter. My point is, is <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Pass Barb. I, I I can't remember. Right. Yes. Yes. So. Well, I'm uh, glad then. I'm glad. Although your wife will say that you are expressive like a beautiful flower, so you have some female and emotional sides to yourself. <laughs> Aggie, who are you? Where are you from? Uh, hello. Where am I from? I'm from here. You're from here. I'm um, Agatha Ash is my full name. It sounds really nice. I chose that last name because it sounded good. What do you mean? <laughs> Wait. So did you uh, go? Yeah, it's, that, it's my married name. Oh, you didn't uh, go like on uh, like uh, like Craigslist looking for guys with good last name and then marry <laughs> someone. Oh no, I met my okay. husband and I, I said, "Hey, uh, you have a great last name. Let's do this." So <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't think you are. Um, what, what, yeah. what is your maiden name? Rubens. Rubens. I upgraded Agatha oh, wow. Rubens to Agatha Ash. So had to. Oh. I don't think Rubens is that bad. Oh, no. You just no. like Ash. Yeah, it sounded nice. Hey, hey. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It was pretty good. Yeah. So every time I would sit with any, wedding people... Any I relation would... to P.B. Herman? No. No. <laughs> no, not today. Paul Rubens. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you want to go down this rabbit hole? No, no, I don't. I don't. <laughs> do you have any relations with P.B. Herman? <laughs> no, I do no? not. Okay. Other than the movies. Um, the, uh, so I would sit with wedding couples, and nine times out of ten... The guy always had the worst last name. Too funny. And I would tell, look, 
if you're going to marry this guy, take his last Don't take his last name. Yeah. Give him your last name. Oh, totally. But in this case, it's the reverse. It worked out. And my husband actually said, you know, I'll take your last name if you'd like. And I said, really? wow, wow, you know, okay, this, this makes this you is, love this you even more. Progressive here. It is super progressive. But then I said, but yours sounds better. So I was a little bit materialistic. <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm impressed. So when you said you're from here, yes. this is not the Bellworks podcast, which you should listen to at thebellcast.com. Thank you very much. Um, this is Rockstar. So you are yes. in Bell Works. I am in Bell Works in Homedale, New Jersey, and I'm the director of marketing and communications for Stop It Solutions, which is based in Bell Works. And what does Stop It Solutions do? Stop It Solutions um, is a tech company. So I oversee their Marcom's efforts, and they're kind of um, tech for good. They actually are well known for their software used in school districts to stop bullying um, and other inappropriate behaviors, and we're starting to be used by police departments, so mm. tip apps, um, and then also are starting to get into the office place to help with uh, positive office culture. Okay. So total feel-good job. Mm. It's really nice. And you're on this podcast. I am. <laughs> you work for an inappropriate <laughs> behavior company. <laughs> well, okay. So, uh, Mariana, please behave. Uh, I, will, I will be on my best behavior. Okay. Which uh, is always the case. Yes. So. And you started a podcast for Stop It, right? One I episode did. in. We are one episode in Conversations with Stop It Solutions. Yes. Um, the podcast is focused around bringing in experts who are spreading positivity in our world. So our first one was with a doctor of mental health, Dr. Jenna Meyerberg. Hmm. Give it a listen. Learn about um, tips for unplugging and how to deal with things like cyberbullying. So really, Excellent. really great. How do you deal with I had cyberbullying. I got cyberbullied on, by you on Twitter. It sounds like you deal with that a lot. True. Oh my god, he's very rude to me on Twitter, <laughs> and then he acts like the nice guy over here. Um, he does. So we should address the elephant in the room. Uh, Tony's not here. And uh, by the way, you said what you do, Aggie, yes. and what you didn't say is you also are the brand new co-host of oh. on Rockstar Podcast. Tony has no idea. When Tony shows up, there'll be four of us, and when Tony isn't here, we have three of us. Because Marianne and myself got tired of talking to each other because we see each other all week, and. Uh, Quite frankly, uh, I was not appreciative of not being in the top three, which I will bring this up constantly on Twitter. So um, I'm going to have to get in his good graces. Actually, you know what? Uh, you should put Gina back in there. Top three. <laughs> that only seems fair. And give her to Sam. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> and give her to Sam. But uh, Tony doesn't even know about any of this. And oh, by the way, we do the podcast now on Fridays, Tony, uh, at 10 a.m. So uh, hopefully you can make them. And uh, that's it. We do have the... Uh, the company that does the search for Alexa, remember they were supposed yes, to be yes, on. Yes, yes, I remember yes, like they were supposed three to be months ago. Yeah, and uh, he did email me this week and said he is good to go for the next couple of weeks. But uh, I think he assumes that it's Tuesdays now, and it's now Fridays. So maybe we should. And and who is the football player that you? Carl uh, Banks. Yeah, Carl. I, he's done, I'm done with him. Oh. I can't deal with it. <laughs> I cannot deal with it. He was really nice, but what his assistant has dropped the ball a hundred times. And then she emailed me out of the blue like three weeks ago. And she's like, he can do it. And I'm like, no, you've told me twice, and we've set it up, and he doesn't show. All right. That's, so that's it. All right. So yeah. That's it. I'm your closest thing to a football player, I guess. Yeah. And that's sad. <laughs> that is sad. Um, Mariano, we did a getting to know episode, which was hashtag GTK, which yes. you now use. I don't, I don't use, but I, I fully credit it to you. Oh, well, would you like to do a getting to know with, of me soon? Yes, I would like to. <laughs> you have a lot of questions. <laughs> I have many questions. Many, many, many questions. Well, you know, <laughs> we've only been doing this for 11 years. You could ask one of those questions every once in a while, like maybe... 
oh, hey, Lorenzo, how are you doing? Instead of me having to ask everybody else and never getting asked myself. Hey, Lorenzo, how are you doing? I'm oh, doing lovely. Thank you so much for asking. I really appreciate it. Thanks, and welcome to the Rockstar Podcast. Um, and it's about time we added a female. Uh, I I'm completely, 100% agree. I'm so excited. Well, thanks for bringing me in. We're well, going to have a new era. Gina's going to be very happy. It's yeah. early, by the way, so don't say that yet. Uh, it's real early in the game for you. Uh, and... Your husband, you said, does podcasting stuff? He does. Uh, yeah, he is the executive producer for the podcast for the New York Stock Exchange. It's called Inside the Ice House. He's wow. also their nice. communications manager there. Will he listen to this podcast? Does he know He that? probably will, and we're super competitive with each other, so now we just have to, everyone listen to this one, yeah. please. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. In fact, um, we'll send some spam bobs over so to So we, we might get like six or seven more listeners or something, uh, I, I, above well, the two that we have. <laughs> Sam and Gina. No, yes, we, we're we're okay at listenership. Uh, I just wonder <laughs> the, the shareability of the podcast never seems to happen. So I think people are like, I don't want anybody to know that I listen to this podcast. <laughs> so I don't share the dirty little secret. Yeah, I guess so. Plus, it's like a ridiculous. Well, the podcasting seems to work if you're under like eighteen minutes, yeah. or if you're over like forty-five minutes. What mm-hmm. people can do when you're in the middle, it dies out. So we try to stay at around. We've done an hour and 20 minutes. We've tried to stay around 45 minutes now. Yeah. Um, and um, Tony, are you just, Tony, probably by now, Tony's probably texting me right now. When he's listening. <laughs> uh, no, he's probably not even going to listen to it. Who are we kidding? Uh, now, you said, Aggie, yes. that you were perusing, perusing, whatever the word is, Mariano's website because of vision glasses, I can't see type of stuff. Yes. Yes. So when we first met, you complimented me on my dress because it was reminded you of a pair of glasses. And I By got By the way, super... Mariano complimented you, yes. not me. Yeah. So yes. I don't get in trouble at home. You get in trouble at home. Well he complimented. Why would I get in trouble? It was, yeah, but No, it was it was the reason why it was because the dress you were wearing yeah. happened to be the exact colors of Vision Source, which mm-hmm. is a company that I work for. Mm-hmm. And they're a oh, big glass yes. they're a big eyeglass company. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a few they have a few up here, but they're they're you know, uh, national, and their colors happen to be gold, and the the colors you were wearing, gold yeah. and, and gray. gray, and some a little bit of white uh, or light That's gray. That's fun. Um, so, and but you don't, you probably looked on my website and you didn't find anything there. Yeah. Um, we don't, you know, we we're not big, we're not very good at promoting ourselves. Uh, we oh. we establish uh, relationships with big corporations mm-hmm. uh, and and create. Uh, web and digital marketing programs mm-hmm. for them, and Vision Source is one of our customers. So we I actually see. have a website that we don't we don't uh, search engine optimize that's specifically mm-hmm. for them and mm-hmm. tells them about their program. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we tell bots not to crawl the the website specifically. Um, but uh, you know, I'm happy to talk about it. And we Your are website? considering making changes to our website so yeah. that it tells a little bit more about the work that we do yeah, for optometry, absolutely. dentistry. Well, you put a link to Rockstar Podcast on your website. I should put a link to Rockstar absolutely. Podcast on my website. I tweet about it, but yeah. I don't well, know. Well, we talked about, about this. You kind <laughs> of are like, mm. and Tony's even, eh. Um, no, I'm. I the the biggest he, problem he, I have is that I'm terrible at self promotion. I don't like to. I don't like to talk. Okay, about so that's really interesting. Promote me. <laughs> okay, forget you. Promote me. These guys, I tweet, I do the whole thing, and, yeah. and here's what I get: Tony shares it on his down low, non-professional yeah. account, and Mariano likes it. 
And that's what I get. Oh, I share it. No, no that's no, no. baloney. No, no. That's baloney. No, no. Baloney. No, no. no. Episode um, 36, I brought this up, <laughs> and then you started retweeting and sharing it ever since. Well, it sounds like we need to do a better job. This is like the Golden yes. Girls, yeah. by the way. It like is. I feel like I walked into that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, which one am I? Am I Rose? Or... <laughs> Which is the slutty one? <laughs> oh, that's Blanche. Okay, that's not you. Uh, no, Tony is Blanche, I guess. Uh, the what was it? <laughs> you got to laugh into the microphone, my man. I, I know. You don't think Tony's Blanche? I, I I don't. He would be the closest to Blanche. Probably the closest. Or you to think Blanche. I'm Blanche? No, I think you're Dorothy. Easily. Which one's Dorothy? Dorothy is oh. uh, Dorothy's Bornak. She's the... Uh, is she she's, the idiot? Uh, she's Maud. She's... Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, the idiot... Okay. The, the, the right, I have my own spin-off, the Bellcast. Maybe I'm Sophia. Maybe I'm more like Sophia. Uh, Dorothy's mom. This is getting Oh, real. my God. I can't believe that you don't know any of this stuff. No, I do. Did you know the Golden Girls? Right? I do. So. Not as in-depth as you oh, do, man. apparently. <laughs> Learning, aren't we? <laughs> so, Aggie, I love it. On this podcast, in the beginning, what we did was we always told each other, uh, told the audience uh, who we voted for, our religion, our preferences. On, no, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> Kids? Yes, two. So that was very, <laughs> yes. yes. Boys, girls? I have two little girls, Sydney and Lincoln. They are and seven and four. Seven and four, yeah. okay. And I have... Are you very busy? Uh, you know, kids are so easy, right? I'm kidding. You can't see my face. No, I, uh, there no. was no poker face. Sarcasm. <laughs> um, yes, very busy. I always say that my extracurricular activity is momming. I am always constantly taking kids to and from places and yes. running around. Um, Literally, last week I yeah. saw you dashing out of here. Yes, <laughs> uh, so it's really funny. Hour. I will say I try to pack in a lot when I'm in the office. And so oftentimes you will find me running the halls to get from one place to the other. And Lorenzo <laughs> caught me running to my car because I got a call from the school nurse and I thought oh my gosh something must be wrong and it turned out um, no nothing was really that wrong she just needed lotion I can't even believe it my child oh okay because <laughs> yes. if it was the nurse it would get real weird it would get super <laughs> that weird would stop it would come in it would yes exactly it well it's funny that you say that because one of the things that I'm always amazed by uh, is how Me? yes I'm amazed by aside being from being amazed by Lorenzo yes Although Sam is still my number one. Uh, <laughs> um, the, uh, and I see this with my wife all the time. Um, I think when you're a mom, you become so super efficient mm-hmm. at everything that you do because you realize that you only have certain blocks of time. And though I try to be as good as I can with that, mm-hmm. I recognize that I am not nearly as good at it as she is. So, you know, kudos to you because I know I know from personal experience watching my wife how how good she is at it. And well, thank you. I think that it's a every day I'll think like I'm killing it at momming and then 3 seconds later it's like I don't know who decided this was a good idea. I am not qualified. <laughs> why is my child this. on the roof of my car? Yes. Well, there are multiple. And why do I not care? Oh, it's the second child. Exactly. Well, yeah, so that does happen. Yeah. Um <laughs> But yeah, it's uh, it's the best thing ever and the hardest thing mm-hmm. ever. Um, and I am always wondering when their mom's going to come home. And then I remember I'm the mom. Yeah. I'm the grown up <laughs> in this situation. So it's it's been my favorite journey. So and your husband just podcasts all day. No, my husband is um, actually very hands on. We do a really great job of um, 
partnering together on how, just doing everything. It's funny that you were saying that about your wife because I was thinking in my head how much better my husband Peter is at <laughs> organizing and time chunking and making sure how efficient we are. So, um, But it is a, a constant, I feel like, if we were a reality show, it would just be called like disorganized because <laughs> he commutes to the city, I commute to Bell Works, and then we have our two kids in school, and we have two cats and a dog, and today we're getting fish. So oh it's just God. a busy house. Yeah. Two cats and a dog, and today yeah. you're getting today fish? Today we are getting fish. My husband promised the kids we are getting fish. They ate a fish? A terrible decision. I know. No, I don't really think we're getting beta fish because we got a tank first. Oh, no. By the way, I, have, oh, no. Oh, I literally no. No, 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 have no. nothing to do I'm with this. It's this. out of my control. Husband, yes. person, listen to this podcast. <laughs> no, do not go down this road. Oh, do not. It's going to be... It's, it's you get be an aquarium. By the time it published, you, it's going to be too late. You have to get a maid for it to get it cleaned, and then you can never get rid of it. It takes up so much room in the living it's room. It's happening. The fish go in there. It gets... And then you hear the... All the time. It's true. No. Tatiana, Tatiana actually had a betta fish in her room, and we got a three-gallon. What the hell is a betta fish? Betta fish is the, are the Again, ones that you fish. in the oh. t- uh, fighting fish, but they're the, in the yeah. tiny containers at the front of the store usually. So Tatiana had one. But you can only have one. Yeah, you yeah. can only have one, yes. or you can have multiple females, but you're, you... Oh, I didn't men. know that. Yes. The, <laughs> they're called fighting fish, and you can have multiple females? Well, you can only have one male. <laughs> you can only have one male in a tank. Otherwise, they'll kill each other. He's going to kill himself. <laughs> you see him rashing into the glass all the time. Well, and as a matter of fact, she got this three-gallon tank, yes. and recently the fish uh, died. Yeah. And we haven't gotten rid of the tank yet because we still have two snails in there. Yeah, of course. Oh, man. Because the snails snails are great for cleaning the algae and yes. stuff like that. Oh, okay. And the sides so, of the... Yes. Yes, the, the yeah. sides of the tank. So... Um, so it's just basically sitting there. I don't so know you if have we're going to get another fish. You have a glass bucket of dirty water in your house. That oh, no, it's clean. There. It's clean. Because, because they, of snails. Because the put snails. Put your nose above the tank. It it's not bad. Cool. No, no. If you put the filter... You've just gotten filter, used to it. I've got a filter. You just got used to it. You, <laughs> you know, okay, fine. Don't go no, down listen, this road, people. No, you know the, get parakeets, the cheap ones that you get in the pet store. Parakeets? Yeah, the little ones. They die every like week. They hit them. No, no, no. Listen, you want to talk about cleaning... Oh, yeah, no. yeah, I, those kidding. things I gotta clean every no, no, day. We kidding. have we have three birds, of course you do, and we have, and my son has three lizards, three leopard leopard geckos, uh, leopard geckos. Wow, Karen, so, yeah. Karen got Sophia a clam, <laughs> <laughs> and I can't make this up. <laughs> I cannot make this up. A week ago, they go down because I guess at school. Um, they had the, the those rocks that you can crack and spark whatever I don't know what the heck it's called anyway the whole point was is that Sophia needed to get more so Karen took Sophia down by the waterfront and they come back with this clam and when I say it's the size it'll fit in your hand like huge oh really wow. yes so I'm like well I'm not gonna cook it and eat it <laughs> not from there and then she's like I, I, she tried she wanted to know how to open it so I'm like oh this is how you open it and I was gonna try and shuck it open with the, but I couldn't get the right knife, so I'm like, here's a frying pan. I put it in boiling water. That clam spaghetti. That's how it happens. Yes. Right, I'm yes. sorry, you know, like you know, um, and it was just sitting there, and it wasn't opening up. So she gave up after five minutes, and then I just put it because I didn't want to torch. It's a clam, but anyway, I had to have a clam in a bucket for like two days. Wow. And finally, it opened up. And um. it stunk, and I threw it out. But yes, we got a clam. <laughs> it was a great two-day experience. <laughs> she was happy, and we moved on. And she learned about death, which was wonderful. Yes. Or something. And how we eat. Um, so <laughs> The circle of life. Yes. So since you're getting a fish tank, uh, yeah. get a clam. 
I oh, you know, I think that based on that story, we are never getting a clam. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you should never get a clam. No. Okay, well, just, do, you, do you eat clam spaghetti? Yes, I'm a vegan, so no. Oh, you're vegan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. go ahead. You, can, you want to insult him? It's fine. No, I'm just impressed. <laughs> no, don't be impressed. Don't be impressed. Don't be impressed. No, I tried to be vegan for a little while, yeah. and I was so like, bad. My vegetarian husband actually said, I will cook meat for you. You are so bad at this. Yeah. So now you just like regular? Like, I do eat meat. Yeah. yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Don't say that with like, you know. But my seven-year-old oh, no. is the most passionate vegetarian you've ever met in your life. <laughs> you know. Well, his son is vegan, so just... my, my son was the one I don't that even know how to be on this podcast anymore. What? <laughs> yes. Wait, wait, wait. Your son was my, the reason? My son at seven years old, we were, we were, his favorite thing in the world at that time was chicken wings. Yeah. And one day he picked up a chicken wing and he turned to his mother and he said, Mom, did a chicken have to die for me to eat this? Because up until that point, his, his, ima- his image of it was, you know, they, they, we, they just found him dead on the side of the street. And yeah. they, you know, that's how they cook. Yeah. And, my, and my wife's, you know, feeling that he was ready for it said, yes, a chicken had to die for it. He put it down and he did not eat any meat after mm-hmm. that. And then he became vegan about uh, two years ago because um, he visited a, and uh, he's still a only dairy two f- farm. He's oh, still wow. only two foot one, by the way. Yeah, no, he's he's a good he's a good size kid. Um, so and and he just you know he didn't like what he saw in terms. Of, it was a beautiful farm, but it was um, he just didn't like the the look of the cows. Yeah, you know the cows looked like they were not happy. So I think growing up yeah. in a, on a farm in Italy and slaughtering chickens and goats that has just made it. me has made me completely immune. Yeah, to it. Well, my mom, my mother grew up on a farm, and so she's. Uh, doesn't understand, but but supports and and she has lots of conversations because she's like I had to slaughter and you know it was a yeah. working farm, but um, my daughter is still just okay, Grandma. But she actually calls her Guppy. Okay, Guppy, but <laughs> I'm not gonna eat it. So she's not gonna put her in the fish tank, is she? She might no. <laughs> guppy, I don't know, right? Isn't a guppy like to eat yeah, 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 <laughs> yes. yes. Um, so. Okay, so we've established you're not getting a fish tank, and if you do, you're getting a clam to put in. <laughs> uh, get snails, he's right. Uh, don't, yes. don't eat him as escargot after. Right? Yes. Yes. Do you eat escargot? No. Uh, what, now, you have a life. No, I've had... You, just, you weren't I, vegan for 40 years. I, or no, 50 uh, years. Many, many years ago, uh, in Italy, actually, as a yeah. matter of fact, I yes. tried escargot. Yeah. Uh, didn't love it, but no, no. it was fine. Okay. You know, it was done in a, like a tomato sauce. And, uh, yeah, I, I like... Uh, I don't eat it often, but uh, garlic and... Well, I don't like the tomato sauce in there. Yeah. Um, so you're vegetarian? No. No, no in fact, I would love to try escargot. I have never tried it. I eat meat okay. um, and dairy okay. and all the things. The okay. only thing that I don't really eat very much is gluten, just because it doesn't like me. Okay. But um, I love gluten. Gluten come back. Okay. It just doesn't <laughs> like me very much. But no, our household is really interesting. My husband has been a vegetarian since he was a kid, mm-hmm. um, similar to, I think, your son. And he just doesn't really like the taste of it. I tried it as an adult, still not into it. So he's been a vegetarian almost his whole life, and my daughter has been exposed to things like tofu and beans, and she put two and two together and mm-hmm. made the decision on her own that she doesn't want to eat meat. So we try to support her, but my other little one and I, we eat all the chicken. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know how to be on this podcast anymore. <laughs> I have no idea what to do anymore. Um, okay. Well, we'll get back to business. Yeah. I want to know a little bit more about Stop It. If yeah. that's all right with you, Lorenzo. Fine. <laughs> yes. So uh, tell so 
you um, you talked a little bit about your job there. Tell yeah. me uh, tell me a little bit more about how Stop It is helping to prevent kids from being bullied. Because I've seen I've walked by your office multiple yeah. times and I've seen the the kind of poster boards that you have sure. up there. I'd, I'd like to just know a little bit more about how you're working. Yeah, well, it. it's really interesting. So um, we started about six years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, predates me. And you just started. I did. I'm only two months in. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a brand new endeavor, and I'm excited about it. So um, we can get back to that in just a second. But So they, were, they started about six years ago, and the whole idea was how do we use technology to for good? Because oftentimes technology, particularly with children, is used to hurt one another. So think about cyberbullying. Um, and the company was born after hearing a story about um, a young lady who had committed suicide um, because she had been cyberbullied. Mm-hmm. And so Stop It is an amazing tool for schools. It's an app that students can use to anonymously report anything that's going on. And the cool thing is that the whoever is the admin, whether it's a counselor, um, principal, et cetera, it's also anonymous. So the conversations that happen once someone reports can be in real time and anonymous on both ends. Hmm. It's really important for kids because kids don't necessarily resonate with the traditional ways of saying something's wrong. If like you're reporting something inappropriate going on, if you're being bullied, if you notice your friend is really sad, it can be a little overwhelming to immediately go to a grown-up and it, and have your face and your name associated with what's going on. And oh, by the way, for you get-off-my-lawn people, <laughs> that has nothing to do with technology because yeah. when I was 12 years old, I didn't know how to tell my parents either. Yes. I just didn't have a phone to say it. So before exactly. you say, well, we're teaching people... No, 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 no. When I was 12, I didn't know shit. And when you were 12, you didn't know crap. So... This is not replacing one for the other. Mm-hmm. This is now in addition to something that didn't exist. It's right. Absolutely. You get off my lawn, people who hate technology, <laughs> who I listen think... to technology <laughs> and post it on Facebook. Thank you. Continue, please. I'm rant over. I think that that was actually a really good point because yes. when we think about kids and how to help them help themselves and grow into adults, we need to meet them where they are. And kids these days are communicating through technology. So Mm -hmm. allowing ourselves to create something that was in the habitat that they're most comfortable, doing something on their phones, made it so it's seamless. They're more comfortable doing that. Um, As a result, we've been able to just help kids through a lot of different things. It ranges from bullying, lots of different inappropriate behaviors. We've had um, self-harm cases that we've been able to stop. Is cutting um, still a thing? It is. Yeah. yeah, it is, unfortunately. And oftentimes what comes through is it's a friend notices something's up with mm-hmm. someone, and they want to communicate that for their friend. Oh, okay. So yeah. there's, you could also, a friend can communicate anonymously. For on if your behalf. nothing else, they can get advice. Yeah, actually, within our tools, we offer a resource center. So, mm. um, you know, if you're the admin and you get this notification and a kid is in need, sometimes you think, oh my gosh, how do I communicate right now and give them something that would be helpful? Mm -hmm. And our resource centers actually explains what to do. And we have articles that are shareable or videos that you can immediately send to anyone that's in need. Is there a husband version of this? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I'll create that one. (laughs) Okay. No, you might want to get the other end. No, maybe you actually should go buy it. Yes. 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 (laughs) Yeah. See? Yeah, absolutely. Now, if you ever need someone to be the side of the app that toughens up the kids a little bit, like, you know, Jimmy put, um, like, uh, gum on my desk. 
I can come in for something like that and be like, listen, this is not bullying. Man up here and go put gum on Jimmy's desk. Maybe <laughs> that's not no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Anonymously. You like the, you like the husband version, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah no, can you imagine Gina on the other side? Oh, stop it, Mariano. I mean, anonymous to all seven nine. Um, um, so so uh, tell me a little bit more about your role there. You you had uh, alluded to it earlier. Um, yeah. In the in the company, what are you what are you doing for them? And I'm overseeing all marketing and communications efforts. So you're yeah. momming. Yes. I'm what? <laughs> you're momming. Oh, that's <laughs> you're doing a lot there. I am. Yeah. I am. Yes. Yeah. Um, so all creative messaging, brand strategy, conversations with the press, um, overseeing how that all gets done and implemented. Cool. Yeah. Where did you grow up? I grew up in Heightstown, New Jersey. Okay. So not super far from here, and was in New Jersey for my young adult years mm-hmm. and then moved out to the west coast and was there for almost a decade in portland wow. oregon and then moved back to new jersey about three years ago for my husband's job and to be closer to family so you mm-hmm. met your husband out there no or? i actually met my husband in college we went to Rutgers together and it was over the summer i was working at a coffee shop and he was one of my customers that came in for coffee and a little note about aggie i make the worst cup of coffee <laughs> you have ever tasted. Doesn't matter how I'm making it, and he kept coming in, so I knew something was up because it's like my coffee's not good at all. Um, that, and that's the rest that's is history. impressive because <laughs> it's very romantic. Yeah, it is. But like, if your partner can't make a good cup of coffee, some would say you shouldn't be married. To I that know. Person. Well, so. now he sets up the coffee, so it's you know goes off automatically in the morning. I see. <laughs> Oh, wow, nice. So you can't screw it up. Yeah. <laughs> so cure And yet I still do it whenever I have to do it, so I guess. So do, do you need coffee to function? You know what's really funny? I need just a little bit in the morning, but too much caffeine is a, a very tired Aggie. I just, it it's makes like me fall asleep. too much. Yeah. Oh, interesting. So I need just a little bit in the morning. What about you? I'd like to have a cup of coffee in the morning, but I am definitely not dependent on it. My wife, on the other hand... Needs like Gina and I probably drink more coffee than the entire West Coast. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Well, you're drinking cold brew right now, aren't you? That stuff's hardcore. Yes, and it's terrible for podcasting because coffee (laughs) dries you out. Oh. So after this podcast, I'm doing the Bellcast.com podcast. If you want to take a listen to Bellcast, Um, (laughs) I'm going to go have to go get water because it dries me out. Yeah, but that's an old thing from being a former MC DJ that you couldn't drink coffee before you were on the mic because. Um, you would dry out, so I would just drink Bacardi. Which is, <laughs> which, you differently. Which kind of sounds like yeah. coffee. I would drink a lot of it, too. Um, but the adrenaline would take over, so the I probably was drinking, at an average wedding for hour, probably about 15 Bacardi Cokes. <gasps> oh, my God. And I stopped because of the Coke. But when you're younger, it doesn't, you know, think about it. But wow. it, was, it was actually the Coke that was the bad part because wow. I couldn't keep my girlish figure, nothing. <laughs> right? So I dropped it. Now I just drink the Bacardi, but now I'm much more bougie now. Uh, uh-huh. I'm like a, 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 I like bourbon now. Fancy. Oh, nice. yeah. Very fancy. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I don't like bourbon. No? No. Too vegan-ish for you? Or? No. I have no idea. <laughs> no, I'm, a, I'm a more, more of a tequila guy. A what? Oh, tequila. Wow. Oh, tequila. And I like sipping tequila. You are so bougie. <laughs> that is tequila. really fancy. You guys are so fancy. We are. A little You're bit so fancy. Little, yeah. Yeah. What do you drink? What are you going to tell me? Like, you shotgun like Coors Light? Uh, no, like a glass of whatever what? wine you have uh, usually. Okay. Or, you know. I don't like red wine. What? Wait, what? 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 Yes. Dude. Yeah, I'm going to say it. It's fine. I don't like red wine, all right? 
Here's the reasons why. One, it's too dry for me. Uh-huh. Two, the only red wine I can drink is the one that my family makes in Italy. And I wouldn't know if that's a Merlot, Cab, blah, 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 blah. I just know I'm just growing yeah. up. So I like white wine, and I freeze white grapes in the freezer, and mm-hmm. I use them as the ice cubes. Oh. And that's how I like my that wine. That sounds delicious. And I have no problems in 2019 saying that I prefer white wine. No, there. I know many people that prefer white wine. I'm just surprised. I was just surprised to hear that you didn't yeah, like red wine. I am too. I, if you, I, well, I shouldn't say it. I'll drink red wine, mm-hmm. but I'll never ask for it, or very rarely ask for it. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe you haven't had the right kind of red wine. I don't know. I've had everything from something called El Bastardo, which was seven dollars. I drank the whole thing <laughs> and was ridiculously hungover. To some seventy dollar red wine, and I'm like, it's too dry for me. Hmm. It's too dry. Hmm. So. Yeah, more red wine for you guys. Yeah, yeah I'm fine with that. Yes, I, and I'm not trying to make fun of you here, but is there vegan wines and certain or get like? Do you have? There are. I'm not. I'm not that hardcore, and I, I actually don't know why one wine is vegan. Or so what's like a good vegan not. dish that you like? Is it like because mushrooms and beans are like proteins in the sense of filling, right? One of yes, one of my favorite. Dishes that I make all the time is just it's very simple. Mushrooms on steak, Sta- sa- uh, no. no, okay. <laughs> Sautéed kale or spinach uh-huh. with chickpeas, uh-huh. and you just mix them with a little bit of olive oil, some okay. garlic powder, yeah, and uh, and then you can use some vegan cheese in it if you want that kind of texture. Okay. And it's a little bit of salt. It's very simple, but it's the it's bread. The bread, yeah, what? like the, the bread is like it doesn't have to be a certain type of bread. I didn't say... I didn't, no, did I, I know, bread? but I went to write to that because you're Italian. He just, he just wants I the, the bread. bread. I don't bread, care. No, no, the bread doesn't... The, bread, <laughs> the only thing that you have to watch out for for bread is some some do like an egg uh, yeah. wash. Oh. And you can't... Like, you... Does it say egg wash on bread? No, you can tell if it's shiny on top, usually. That's oh, okay. Because right, because it makes it brushed right. with eggs. Yes, yes. Um, and then you have to watch out for a pasta that's been made with eggs. And this all started because we used to do this podcast for like ever. We would go to Chipotle. Which, and I would get mad at him every time. I'm like... We would go to Chipotle before the podcast, and he would get... Now, this was really before he became vegan. Right. right? It was before he became vegan. We'd go to Chipotle, and he'd get the meatless Chipotle. And I'm like, why are we going to Chipotle if you're going to get no meat? Was that the tempeh or something? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Have? you could. Yeah, they have like a tempeh option. That but, stuff's good. Uh, yeah, but I don't good. think they had it. Cause, uh, but I, I, I've never been a big meat eater. Even before right, I was but when you go to Chipotle, all I would see is wet peppers on your plate. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I would get the I would get the cilantro rice yes with uh, like all the grilled vegetables yes and uh, black beans yes and all good so far yeah and uh, and that would probably that would be it I mean that yes was, and that was fine with me that was not fine with me because <laughs> I know it was not wait, fine wait. with you what did you get I got the exact same thing with carnitas <laughs> oh okay <laughs> that's it I'm not yeah. I don't get like I'm not a condiments person so like. To me, condiments is the death of everything, so oh, I'm yeah. not a dipper, I'm not... Oh, I am the opposite of you. I'm, I like the, I'm in I it like, for the condiments. Yeah, but the condiments are what make you, like... That's I like the, the green, like, hot sauce. Oh, well, no, but good. I'm saying, like, the mayonnaise and the ranch. Like, yeah, I had the ranch dressing. The, they have the Chipotle... Um, the Bell Fresh has the uh, Southwest salad, right? Yeah. And it said... I saw Chipotle, but it's, a, it's Chipotle ranch, and it didn't, like, register with me. Mm-hmm. I'd never had ranch dressing in my life. Really, and I had it that day, and I'm like, "What am I eating?" It was good. Don't get me wrong; the taste of it was good, but I felt like I was eating forty pounds of like lard. So I'm now, sure. when I get to Southwest, I get mm. balsamic every time. But like, yeah, I'm not at like, I'm just ketchup. Yeah, I get it, mustard, like certain things. But 
Yeah, for like burgers and stuff like that. But know? even then, I'll put like, uh, uh, what do I put? Uh, for French fries, do you use ketchup for French fries? Yeah, but like, I'm not a excessive condiments person. Okay, I get that. Like, yep. I stay in the lane of the mustard and the ketchup and don't put it on your eggs. If you do, we're not sitting at the same table. What about Aggie. hot sauce? What about hot sauce? Now, hot sauce is debatable, but I don't have an issue with that. <laughs> you okay. can sit at the table. Okay. Me. And I've had hot sauce on it, on that and on french fries, and I see the value in it. <laughs> I see the value in hot sauce. I do not see any value on ketchup. It's like when Ooh, you go to Oh, I don't know. I, mean, I disagree. Ketchup on eggs. Uh, sometimes. I think it, I, I, I see the value of it. Depends on what type of an egg you're doing. Now see when I also ate this eggs, is a dangerous conversation because it is you right before lunch. You put ketchup on hot dogs. I know. It's you true. put ketchup on hot dogs. I don't really eat hot dogs that much. Okay. Well, but no, that's an abomination. I've used mustard. Oh, <laughs> when, when I was when I was eating meat, I was like, "How could you be putting ketchup on hot dogs?" Mustard. I, I like mustard. Mustard. Yeah. Hot dogs. yeah. You know what's good? The boar's head mustard, by the way. Yeah. It's, it's got a little bit of spice to it. I, oh, you know what? That, this, <laughs> this is the most ridiculous <laughs> ten minutes crazy. ever. Crazy. We have gone. We have gone off the rails, and I'm sorry to everybody. When relish, mm. yes, I just discovered relish, maybe about a year ago. Really, oh, I'm wow. telling you, I used to love it when I was a kid, and I called it piccalilli. Piccalilli. Oh, that's adorable. <laughs> that is cute. Piccalilli. You want some piccalilli? Yeah, yeah. I, I want remember some being in Italy in the summer '94. They had just discovered mayonnaise, and they were putting it on French fries, and that was the big rage that whole summer '95, '96. Yeah, yeah. mm-hmm. Mayonnaise. When my cousins would come here. They would like crack cocaine. They'd never seen pancakes and syrup before. This oh, is like early 90s, yeah. right? It was like crack for them. And then on top of it, like cereal, holy mother of God. So my <laughs> mom, every time we would go, half of a suitcase would be like Aunt Jemima's, the Bisquick, and like, I think, uh, I want to say it was like frosted cornflakes or whatever. Oh, it was. gosh, sugar on sugar. They couldn't, yeah, they oh, couldn't yeah. come. It was like the crack. It was like, it was crack for them. So now, obviously, it's a different world, but. Yeah, you know, even back in the, I'd say, early 90s-ish, they, the syrup, oh my God, every day. It was ridiculous. My mother was making pancakes for months. <laughs> so, um, you went to Rutgers? I did. What did you study? Uh, communication. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I actually went to Rutgers thinking I was going to be a journalist. Well, communications was yeah. the major that I myself took because we mailed it in because we didn't know what the heck we do. We just wanted to be in business type of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I wound yeah. up with. Yeah. Yeah. But now it's social media is the, is the, has replaced Well, it's it. interesting. Rutgers had a school of communication, which yes. is why I decided, let me just try this communication 101 class because um, it was a prereq for journalism. Mm-hmm. And then I really, I geeked out over the fact that it was basically like I could get a job people watching because that's what I've done my whole life. Yeah. Um, and it did open up and allow you to kind of have a career in whatever you wanted because mm-hmm. communication is, can be applicable to anything. But there are, within communication schools now, um, it does seem like there are like kind of sub-majors in analytics and social media, new media, things that didn't exist when I was in school. It's very concerning because I'm not a... I'm not big on college first, but that said, this whole wave of the social media being renamed as liberal arts or communications now I mean everybody who's under 30-ish they've grown up with social media yeah when they own that business they don't need you they might need certain companies may because of different dynamics larger companies need more but in general a lot of them know that will know how to work it Mm -hmm. the older generation um, the over 45 who has businesses they are getting tired of it right they're getting Mm -hmm. tired of it they outside of Facebook maybe Twitter 
the social media stuff, it, like, I don't know where it's going over the next two to four years, right? Well, All these social media experts that are making money off of it, um, social media departments, social media agencies only, only social mm-hmm. media, they're going to have a tough time in three or four years because it's going to be a point where we're going to go from the computer to the visual with AR mm-hmm. and all that right. stuff, or, or um, VR. And it's, AR. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but it, it's almost like it's going to be like there's this wave where it's getting to the point of where both sides of the coin, one's getting tired of everything else and the other one is like, yeah, that's nothing. Well, I think I think one of the things that's happening now is people are kind of peeling back the onion for things like Facebook and Twitter and they're recognizing that people are starting to become awakened to the fact that you've been giving all of your data to these services all this time and now they're monetizing it mm-hmm. and now they're they're targeting you for specific advertising and stuff and people are people are beginning to think the people that use these services are kind of rebelling against that idea so I think it's going to be very interesting to watch. People t- just get, they're just getting bored of it. I mean, honestly, they're getting bored of it. And I, Facebook, I think they're getting bored of it, but I think they're also becoming turned off by the kinds of messaging that are coming up. Like Facebook used to be to connect to people that you haven't seen in a long time. This is you might um, want to catch up with, but now it's become it's becoming very politi- politicized. And mm. I, I definitely think that it, this is an interesting topic, and it really depends on what generation someone is in. So, True. for instance, when we think about Facebook, younger generations might be on there, but they may not be interacting because that's where mom is mm-hmm. this and is, grandma, um, you know? This is history, and you and I lived through this. I'm going to say she didn't. Um, oh, thank you. <laughs> that means that I look young. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> or we look old. But anyway, <laughs> uh, I'll go with your answer. In the 90s, this is exactly with AOL. AOL was came on like, it was the greatest thing in the world. You were all in everywhere was an AOL. Like mm-hmm. when you met a yep. chick at a bar, it was, what's your AOL screen name? Right. Like that's how it yeah. worked, right? Wait, wait. What was your AOL screen name? I had two. <laughs> I'm only telling you one. Lorenzo72. I'm not even going down the other <laughs> No, no, no. That'll take us to a rabbit hole. I'll gladly talk about it. I'll give <laughs> Just another episode. Um, so. Um, that's going to be the GTK. <laughs> I can't wait. Just, anyway. Anyway. Um, so we were all in, right? You had the you had the chat rooms, you had your email on there, mm-hmm. you signed on. Like your portal was not like Netscape Navigator. It was, you know, it wasn't Ask Jeeves and Google was just starting out. You went into AOL. And it was the modem sound and that, that started it, to well, think right? Well, oh, that yeah. aside, right, right. So that was a good 10-year run. Mm-hmm. And then we died out in terms of there was nothing. There was from like early 2000 when AOL died out to 2006, seven where there was nothing on the landscape. We were, MySpace at best, but that was really, if you think about it, was pretty quick, right? That was like a two year quick run. Right. But there was nothing for six or seven years. And I have well, a feeling that well, this is where we're headed right now, where, where the history is, is going to, Facebook's been AOL, it's been the monster. You were in there, you were in the chats, you were messages, all that stuff, right? Then, just as anything, humanity, we get bored of it, right? And there's all these sub-sites. There's all these there's Snapchats, there's Instagram. It's all dying out. And my concern for businesses who are, went all in here with mm-hmm. this is that there's going to be a five to six year window where 
we're all going to be kind of wandering in the streets, vert, like on the internet. Wide. Looking for the next Looking big thing. until the next thing comes. I don't know if, mm-hmm. as they call them, Zucks, has that vision, right? Or has that ability to see it or whatever it is. Everybody says he's a genius. I'm hoping he is. Um, but I feel like we're going to run into a five, six, seven-year boredom, which also paralleled with the economy shitting. And if you one side or the other with politics, depending on what you think is going to happen there with what's happening now, it could be, and college just crushing the debt, it could be a rough six or seven years. That we mm-hmm. could, it could happen within the next year because I see it now on Facebook. I mean, there's nothing. There's just outside of, you know what's good on Facebook? The group, the groups in Facebook that, have, that deal with the parents or mm-hmm. the citizens of towns, there you find all the rage, right? Yeah. Outside of that, like, where, where are we going? Because Instagram, to me, is already really falling off. LinkedIn is the hot thing. LinkedIn is the organic search. That's where everything is. But I, I don't know. I'm just saying get prepared for something because it could be a, a five or six year run where we just like, of course, a Democrat will be You're, president and he'll get blamed for it. But that's another story. I, 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 it's interesting because I think... Um, that could happen. I'm concerned about that. Yes, and, and I think that's that's fair. What I am going to take the more positive approach. No, no, no. Don't do that to me. I'm going to call you the carpet right now. No. I'm not saying it's not positive. I'm being optimistic. Uh, real. You call it what, uh, yeah, it's what yeah. I think could happen. I don't want it to happen. I'm not like, yay, but I mean, you know, reality is, is reality. It could happen because it, we went through it already. That's why. I think it's such a time for entrepreneurs, though. I think that when you think about um, kids these days graduating college who do have the, maybe they did study social media to a certain extent that we didn't, mm-hmm. they are coming out and they know so much. There's the risk of them getting pigeonholed into becoming one of those specialists. So I would really like to think about how exciting it is for those folks and how they're going to branch out and to become more generalists. What is that going to do? I think it's really interesting. I also would challenge that idea that in the early 2000s, you know, there was there was not much going on in social media, but dot com boom, right? We had e-com in its in its infancy, mm-hmm. and the idea that behaviors were shifting to okay, I'm communicating online, and now I'm going to begin to shop online. What is that going to look like in six years? But you were talking you're talking about a time period where this stuff back then, yeah, we did not know what was happening as a general public. So the general public is suffering. The Gary Vee, right? He started Wine Library in the early yeah. 2000s. But people were laughing at his shit until 05, 06. So there's that window where yeah. stuff is getting built possibly, like sure. Facebook was getting built. Yeah. But the answer is is that it wasn't there. Well, so because it wasn't there, I remember like from when AOL died out, I was like, who is, like, my friend, like, nothing. Like, there was no, It was barren in comparison to now, right. where I legitimately can do anything and con- connect with everybody because everybody's on yeah. Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn, those three, right? There's, right? there's no, like, core platform that everybody's on where you could get to them. Um, but during that time period, when AOL was on, you could reach anybody on AOL. You could yeah. find people on AOL. Yeah. Then there was that six years where, like, I didn't have an AOL screen name anymore. It wasn't cool anymore, but where did I go? Wouldn't it be cool if this means that we're going to do more face-to-face? Hmm. Well, I think... I think, it with, <laughs> yeah, in general, yeah, yeah. I think that's really cool. I think, I, think that that, I think that what we're seeing here is very typical of these kinds of things in society. There's always a bell curve. You yeah. have your early adopters 
um, who kind of start out when when the technology is actually introduced. So those were the if we look at Facebook as an example, that's when Mark Zuckerberg was at, at Harvard developing Facebook. Yes. He had a few friends on it, and it started to kind of like start to get up. Then you get into kind of a more a, a broader audience. Yeah. Till you finally get this kind of um, apex critical mass. Okay. And now we're starting to we're we're I think we're starting to see the other end of that curve. We're starting to head right. That's on. all I'm su suggesting that d that's going to happen naturally. But the question is 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 there something that I don't is think being there's anything now, right? Like VR, there, right? There is. It's I, great I mean, to see it, but it's still ten years away from me. I mean, there's there is. The fact of the matter is, something is going to replace this. What it is, we don't know yet. I agree with that. And I'm just saying there could be a window of time where things get shitty. Well, and no, until that does happen, with, which is the Bush years, which has nothing to do with Bush, but I'm saying that time period and, where and what, it was rough. And yeah. what I think, but what I think is going to end up happening is that, it, like everything, we have these people that are going to come out of college. Mm -hmm. They're going to see an opportunity to fill uh, fill the the void. Yeah. And there's going to be something that happens now. What that is and what it develops into, who knows? Who knows if it's going to be good for society? Who knows? There's. I think that there's. There's a lot of things as, as at my age that I'm nervous about. Two minutes. Um, that. Thank you, Marianne. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of things that I'm nervous about at my current age. Yes. But I think that there's a lot of opportunity, and I think there's a lot of there's a lot of positive things that can happen for people that are. Humanity will figure this out. Yes. I don't doubt that. I'm just saying that there's a lot of shit that will go on during a window where. My kid at six years old, I don't think she's going to go to college. In fact, I hope she doesn't. I hope she figures out something else unless she wants to be something that requires certification like teacher, right. doctor. But she's not going to go to college. These colleges are going to blow up. Why? Because they're going to do it on the computer. Right. I mean, yes, there's always going to be a need for it, but you're not going to have 20 colleges in a state charging you 30 grand to go per year when they can do it on the computer with a, a classroom yeah. because... Aggie decided she wants to get certified as a teacher and is now going to teach business training online on her website for $49.99 a month, right. right? And you might not get a certification or a degree, but you'll get a lot more chops than you will at sitting in a classroom. So 15 years from now, my kid's not going to go to college because it's not going to exist. So, but I'm saying that that has to get crushed. And when that gets crushed, which is a major part of this economy, there's shit that's going to happen for six, seven, eight years. And yeah. if you're going for social media and how to... For a college degree there, I don't know how, how much help it's going to do if Facebook doesn't exist, right? So, uh, on that positive note, uh, Rockstar Podcast, episode 41, it's in the can. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you, Aggie. Thank you. Thank you, Aggie. Bye.